This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. Going to be talking television today. We haven't chatted to Angus Ross for quite a while on the Media Week podcast, the Director of Network Programming at Seven. Welcome, Angus. Thanks, James. Great to be here today. <laughs> Good to have you back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of uh, fortuitous timing today. Uh, given that uh, Seven uh, Network is, again, the uh, most uh, watched network for survey year to date, so I'm so glad to be <laughs> you're, here. You're straight into it, aren't you? No, <laughs> don't no, muck around. No time for pleasantries or a, that a was nice a, that hello. Was a, hey, that you, was a pleasantry for me. going. Let's get straight to it. All right, well, you've brought it up. There has been a perception in the market this year that, I mean, you're, Seven's been number for one for, the, what, the last decade? Last 12 years, Last yeah. 12 years. There's a perception this year that you, and I guess you probably, this has been your most competitive year out of those 12 so far, maybe? Yeah, look, de- def- definitely Q1 was uh, was a competitive uh, quarter. You know, nine, nine came out of the gates with uh, with maths, no, de- no denying that. Um, but, you know, since the start of quarter two, this will be the fifth, fifth week in a, a row that we will have won, uh, winning all people, winning all demos uh, across that period. And, and like I said, yeah, today, for survey year to date, we're, we're back in front. Um, so, look, I, I think we always – we're not a one-show network at, at, at seven. We promise consistency ac- across the year. You know, we're always on. There's really no Easter. There's no summer. We just keep – we're always on, uh, and it's driven by um, our three key pillars: the, the entertainment, news, news, and sport, and and they are what deliver that consistency. Um, and that's why we're not just reliant on a on a single show. You know, we're the sum of our parts. I've always said that. Um, you know, we're a network. We've got the leading uh, suite of multi channels as well. We've got the number one multi channel in all people and demos in in Seven Mate, and all of those parts uh, work together uh, to keep Seven as as the most watched network in Australia. Uh, we've got lots to talk to you about today, and we'll, we'll run through a whole lot of stuff. But we'll just stay on this little topic mm. of of how your year's been going. Yeah, how. How much did Married at First Sight hurt um, My Kitchen Rules this year? Uh, look, did it uh, damage the franchise? Uh, I, I, do don't, I don't believe it damaged the franchise. And I think, it, you know, everyone needs to retain some perspective here. In the entertainment schedule, there was Married at First Sight and then there was My Kitchen Rules. It was, it was the only other show of significance during, during Q1. Um, My Kitchen Rules, it's one of the great Australian formats, obviously, um, Look, with our shows, we also we run a very different lens um, across our shows. You know, the overnight ratings is obviously a, an important part of it. When I look at My Kitchen Rules, I'm also seeing a show that's that's sold in 160 countries around the world. Um, I think there are I think there are 13 um, local formats of it of it being made. Um, and you know that 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 part of our business for Seven um, is extremely important. It helps drive Seven Studios. We're not. We're not just in the business of renting shows from production companies. We are also in the business of creating our own IP. Um, so My Kitchen Rules is incredibly important to us. It's coming back in, uh, in Q1 uh, next year. Uh, we, uh, we think we've got a, a few ideas to uh, reinvigorate and reimagine the show. That's the great things uh, with these reality formats. Every year you're kind of you're starting again. So, um, yeah, it was a tough, tough first quarter, but there's been a, um, 
a history of um, being able to reimagine these realities. So shows. you said then, so you're not moving it? No, we're not moving it. It'll be back in Q1 next year. We won't be uh, bringing uh, a stunt series in, in in the back end of this year, um, but uh, MKR will be back there in uh, in Q1. So there's Q1. no sort of anniversary, 10th anniversary special? No, there won't, no, there won't be. Okay. Well, that's interesting because you sort of hinted there might be. You never really spelled out what you were doing, but that was a consideration, wasn't it? We did, but look, I think how things uh, uh, played out in Q1, uh, the smarter thing to do was just to uh, consolidate for uh, for Q1 next year. Right, okay. Anything else in that first quarter that was sort of a little bit troublesome for you or in the first half? No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, there was obviously a major battle going on at, at 7.30, but as I say, that's that's just, just part of the story. You know, we're dominating in breakfast. Our news has grown in every market uh, this year, particularly East Coast uh, growth. Um, outside of that 7.30 strip, you know, we, we still had um, a lot of shows that were doing very well, The Good Doctor, Undercurrent. You know, AFL came back into the schedule. It's up fifteen percent year on year. All those elements, um, you know, they're all they're all working well. Would I would I like my kitchen rules to have done higher numbers? Of course I would. But um, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. It's past now. I'm looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> House rules is another one that's down a little bit. Yep. year on year. The the audience for like uh, my kitchen rules and house rules. I mean, are they watching in a different way or is there less, if they don't watch it when it's broadcast, is that particular audience less likely to go and watch on catch-up? No, uh, with um, with catch-up on, on 7 Plus, we're seeing the audiences growing for those for those shows, for people who are choosing to consume. Even those sort of reality, reality shows, there's still a, Look, there's no, an appetite uh, for that? For us, 7, seven Plus is driven by hit shows on, on broadcast. Uh, My Kitchen Rules is 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 very big on Seven Plus. Home and Away, massive on Seven Plus, as well as doing fantastic broadcast numbers this year. And then also when you add in consolidated uh, broadcast numbers of Seven and Twenty Eight, an incredibly important uh, show for us. But no, we are seeing um, increased uh, numbers on Seven Plus for for that programming. Okay, there was. I, I wanted to just look at some of the shows you said would be coming up. We we haven't seen, um, was it Australian Gangster? Yeah, look, uh, that, that's in a bit of legal limbo at the moment. That's right. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, hopeful okay. that we'll be able to show that in, in Q4 this year. Has it been made? It's... Oh no! Australian Gangster is made and uh, made and done. Okay, um, but uh, we uh, we just have to wait to ensure we can uh, play it in all in all markets. Okay, you seem to be loading the back half with what's the word for the genre? Sort of romance, um, sex, um, relationships. <laughs> you seem to go. You've got a list of programs as long as your arm, ready to go. There is that. Is do you think that you're going to? bring everything you've talked about? You'd have a show nearly every night of the week. Uh, we, we, I mean, well, Super Switch is I, a big one, I as guess. As I said, we're, you know, we, we are always on. The, show, the shows that uh, we're, we're bringing back are shows that have worked for us before. We're bringing back uh, the Super Switch, which is an expanded uh, version of uh, Seven Year Switch that's is coming that, back in, in two weeks. Did that two work the first time around? It's worked every Oh, so how many first, times has it been on? First time, every time. This okay. is the third season. Third I think. season, okay. Um, and we're also bringing back um, *Bride and Prejudice*, which did great numbers for us in the um, in the back uh, in the back part of uh, last year. 
Um, both those shows are um, produced by by Seven Studios. Uh, a big one for us, and, and some of that some of that is to do with counter programming the Ashes, uh, but also we are bringing back AGT. Uh, Seven has always been. Um, you know, variety shows have always played an important part on Seven, and uh, there's none bigger in the world right now than than AGT. Uh, that will be uh, coming into the schedule in um, August. Uh, I mean, why did you get rid of it first time round? Well, look, I think we'd done. A, I think we'd done a number. Do they go in number, cycles? Number these of sort of formats. Of uh, look, the great thing we've found uh, this time. I mean, obviously, the, the judges are doing a, a fantastic job with um, Shane Nicole. Manu and uh, and Lucy, it's going really well. Um, but the auditions that we've been running across Sydney and Melbourne, the fact that the market's kind of been left fallow for a little while, it's really rejuvenated. Um, we're really really excited by by what we've discovered uh, for that show. So that one will be coming in August. Yeah, um, you're still doing the proposal. Yeah, the proposal uh, also will be uh, will be coming in August. Uh, along with, uh, we highlighted that show at our upfronts. It's a pretty crazy sort of show. Um, that's coming. Uh, also, uh, Ladies' Night, uh, which is the ladies' version of Real Full Monty, and another uh, Real Full Monty. They're all uh, they're all coming in August. At, what's what's at the point. island show again? Just, um, Temptation, Temptation Island. Temptation Island. So that's going to be on too. That's that's, that's for next year. year. No, that's, that's next that's, year. That's, okay. That's, that's twenty twenty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's. There's, if there's an appetite for all this stuff, you're going to do very well in the second half. Uh, look, I, I hope so. They're, they're bringing that, back shows that have worked worked okay. before. They're not so. all 7.30 shows, are they? Some of them work quite well for you a little later, maybe 8.39? No, no. Or, no, no. These, or these, these are all going to be 7.30? These are all, these are all, all 7.30 show. That, that, that's, that's where you're going to move the needle. Um, you know, making the an switch, impact in that The switch thing. wasn't 7.30, was it? And you, yeah, or maybe it was, think, and then you moved it, it later, I think. No, I think it was. Did you? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> a lot of water passes under the bridge. Uh, sure, sure. We've still we've still got a lot of UK drama to come as well. Obviously, we had uh, we had great success with Manhunt, which was the is the biggest UK drama for the year to date. We've just uh, been running the bay, running the bay, which I've yep. heard you enjoyed, yep. uh, which is good. But we've still got Cheat uh, still to come, a four part um, four part drama, Wild Bill, which is an ITV drama starring uh, Rob Lowe as a as a US police chief who moves to the UK. Um, he, it's it's a very his performance is fantastic in it. Hatton Garden, which is just going out at yep. the moment about the uh, the biggest jewel heist to ever happen in the in the UK. Series two of Liar. Um, it's been a long time coming for that. I think they've struggled to get the uh, the cast back. Uh, you know, the, at all at the same time to make make that work. And the one I'm really excited about is um, is Gold Digger, another ITV drama star starring Julia Ormond and uh, and Ben Barnes about. Um, a uh, a woman who gets divorced and then takes up with a uh, a younger lover, much to the uh, horror of her um, adult children. Um, but uh, the episodes I've seen so far are, are, are fantastic, and I think that one's really going to um, going to resonate. It seems odd these days, and it's a it's a, um, a tribute to what you guys are able to do in that slot. But the five thirty audience is now often bigger than you can get in most of prime time. Yeah, look. The, I mean, the, I guess the, that's testament to the strength of, of the chase. Yeah, the, chase the chase is going going great for us. You know, we've obviously we've been going with that show for a number of years now, and it's it's still doing uh, 
spectacular numbers and actually we've got a few primetime specials planned for the chase uh, later in the year. Okay. Um, that'll be, um, yeah, so something to look forward to. All right. Oh, good, good. Is there anything from the upfronts that's never really got off the ground for any reason or you've just, you have no room for it this year? Uh, I, what okay. was the um, the big um, the talent show with the hundred judges or something? Uh, that... all, all together now, which all... was one we did we did uh, last year. That that all... won't that won't be returning this year. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. But so... the other things we mentioned at the upfronts was you know we're going large on on Australian drama. So we've uh, still got Between Two Worlds, which is our Bevan Lee project currently shooting. Uh, that's still to come this year. And That'll be on this year? Yep, okay. yep, definitely. And Secret uh, Bridesmaids uh, business as well, which uh, is uh, also in production at the moment. So both of those are still to come this year as well. Yes, okay, okay. Do you? How involved are you with 7 Plus? Uh, seven, 7 Plus, the content is, is run through programming at 7, so I'm intimately uh, involved with, uh, with Brook Hall in, um, in running uh, the content for 7 Plus. Do you ever buy for 7 Plus or will you in the future, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. We have we have bought um, programs exclusively for seven, 7 Plus. I think there's always an advantage to uh, at least launching a show on uh, broadcast uh, to create awareness for the show and then sending people to 7 Plus if they want to binge the remainder of the series. We... Um, uh, earlier this year, we were running uh, the Passage, which was a Fox show. Um, we launched that on on Seven, and then um, in week two, we made all of the um, episodes available on on Seven Plus. So I think um, there are certain types of shows where that is the the right strategy to do. But for all our dramas, we do have stacking rights on all of these shows. So some of them we, we'll put them all up. Others we will. Uh, put the episodes up in line with the show going out on broadcast, but it will be sitting there for some time for people to go and, um, you know, binge later if they if they want to. There's a move underway, I think, of the BBC to try and keep all their stuff um, on um, for catch-up for 12 months, I yeah. think. The what, are the what rights do you normally get in terms of how long can you keep a show on your on seven plus, what's the? Oh, it it, 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 vary, it, it varies across distributors. Um, you know there are deals uh, from from olden days where you know you might only get thirty day catch up. A baseline, a minimum for us nowadays is is twelve months. Oh, really? On on, on any shows. Okay. So, um, some for some shows we you know we have the entire license period, which can be three or three or four years. I mean. You know, we we have to be able to um, monetize our shows on on every platform um, and every screen, and um, yeah, th those sort of rights are incredibly important to us, and they have been deal breakers in in you know on some occasions. I'm not going to spend a, a lot of money on a show and then and then not have it available on um, on Seven Plus. It's because it's part of the income stream though for the producers often, isn't it? That okay, we'll sell it to Seven for X. And then we'll make some more money on on secondary rights to, to streaming services or whatever. That, that's but, that's up to them. I know I'm paying a, <laughs> a, a, a good amount of money, and and I need to be able to extract a, a, a value out of that. And you're prepared you know, to pay more though and, for that. No, but a, really. ama amazingly, you know, as, as these right as the the rights asks cre creep up, you know, wow, wow amazing uh, they can accommodate it. So. Um, 
I, I, I think there's there's still a way through this. And and you know, on on Seven Plus, this is this is a BVOD service. It has ads in it. It's still different to other services that are offering you know shows with with no ads ads in it. So I think there's a way for everyone to to move forward. But viewers expect it. They expect to be able to watch these shows when they want, even if it's not during the broadcast run. You know, they might hear about it from somebody else. They expect to be able to go to Seven Plus and you know and and watch and watch a season. So, you know, it, it's it's actually I've found it with with the majority of distributors. It's it's. You know, it's pretty cooperative, you know, those sort of discussions. They get it. Uh, Mick Malloy in the front bar has been one of your – it's been a growing success story yeah. for a number yeah. of years now. Yeah. It's really, really hit its stride this year. Yeah. It's, it is very AFL market though, isn't it? Yep. I mean, you've really bent over backwards to try and give the Sydney audience yep. a chance to sample yep. it. Yeah, uh, we, 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 cert- we certainly have. I mean, look, those, those guys have found lightning in a bottle – um, you know, Malloy boys have done a and a, done a terrific job with that show. Um, my mantra on that one is just no network interference. They mm. they do what they want. You know, you know, too many times in the past, I think, you, you know, I think Sydney tried to get involved in um, you know Melbourne AFL shows. <laughs> Never ended well. Um, and in the, it, it, this this is this has been a slow burn. Everyone's been you know very patient and uh, and and supportive. But those those guys. They can do what they they want for as long as they like. As far as I'm concerned, they've got a fantastic show. It's very funny, and uh, we we have uh, you know we, we we've moved it to the main channel in uh, Sydney and Brisbane. Uh, we've moved it earlier, hmm. um, but you can also for for viewers in those markets, you can watch it live on Seven Plus, which is great too. That's that's how I tend to watch that show. Um, but an, an amazing success story. Um, but they just get on with it, you know. They're just, they're just having fun, churning out a show every week. I think I've asked this of your leader before, Tim, but I'll try it on you. The Does the success of that show, does it give you ideas for other things you could be doing? And and, um, and I won't say it's uh, not big budget because I'm sure you have to pay those guys reasonably well, but... Um, <laughs> But the actual setup cost, do you, are there, does it give you ideas for doing things that, you know, could um, have places in your schedule? It certainly gives our, our fearless leader many ideas. <laughs> um, no, but it is, it is something uh, that we're looking at, that style of, uh, that style of show that um, does in terms of the studio and that sort of thing have have a low it's a simple cost. setup. It's, and, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a simple show, but I mean, you know, that that show is driven by an amazing uh, group of personalities, and it's it's not easy no. to it's not and easy to find chemistry that. too. I yeah. mean, each yeah. of them's good in their own right, but then you need them to work together. Co- co- correct, and so it, you know if. If that sort of stuff, you know, grew on trees, that a bit they'd be sprouting up everywhere, but they don't. And a lot of those shows, you do have to be quite, um, quite patient with, and and let them grow and let people find them um, before you can, you know, elevate them up to a, a key slot on on your schedule. Um, but yes, yeah, certainly, you know, that that kind of, I guess, production um, setup is uh, is appealing. Yeah. Where we are now, we, I'm talking to you, it's the first day of June um, is, is upon us. The, how set in stone is your schedule for this year and how flexible do you need to be running a big beast like Seven? 
Oh, look, I, uh, when we produce shows, I always like to like to have options. You do, but you don't you don't always have that luxury. Uh, our our schedule for the remainder of the year is is pretty much set. We're looking well into next year now and what we're going to launch out of the Olympics and and those sort of things. So, um, look, we can we can always. Um, I have enough shows that I can always respond to things if I need to change things up. Um, but the overall thrust of the schedule for the remainder of 19 is, is, is pretty much set. When you do, do make a programming change, what's the, what's the lead time you like to have to, to keep all the program guides and the EPGs and everything happy? Because you don't like pulling something quickly, do you? Because it stuffs up all the, the guides. What... Is it, I think is that's it becoming two or three weeks. No, or, no, or it's, no, no. It's 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 way less than that. I mean, my the biggest thing nowadays is getting the the making sure the EPGs right. I, I value that far more than um, you know um, printed TV guides. Print guides that, don't that sort of thing. So any on, that much for you? No, not not so much. I mean, ideally, when you're launching, there's a lot something, of people who still to, like their print guides, yeah. mate. I'm sorry. I mean. <laughs> I'm Am not I the only that, one? Um, no, you're not. No, you're not the only one. And ideally, I, I, I would like them to line up. But okay. if you're doing a late change, you're just not going to meet those print deadlines in mm. some cases. Now, when you're working towards a date, it's 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 fine. But if we make a change on the run, um, uh, I, the priority is that the EPG is is correct and online guides are are correct. And obviously, we our promos change instantly. Um, Could you make a change early morning and have the EPGs fixed up for that evening? I think we can, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think we can. But it's not ideal, I guess. Uh, no, it's not ideal. I mean, I, I, you, you don't want to piss, peop, piss no. people off and you want to, if, if you're moving something, try and uh, make sure that people either know it's moved and the, the switchboard's briefed that it's available on, you know, 7 Plus if you missed it and all the, all those sorts of things. So, uh, you know, I... I, I I get why people get shitty when networks move things around. It's annoying. Can I ask you about that in May every year there's a big, um, it's a big sort of upfront season in the US. I think the major networks put on big shows in uh, New York. The following week, all that programming's shown to buyers in Los Angeles. Yeah. You're just back from Los Angeles. Yep. You sometimes go to New York? Yeah, I've, I've been there to look at the um, look at the upfronts there in the past. See how the networks are, are selling themselves versus all the other noise around how how traditional TV. So they, is each doing network it. has a day basically they during do. that week. Yes, they do, correct. Yeah. Where they put on the show and, yeah. and show you everything. Yeah. And then, so how does that differ from what happens in Los Angeles? Is in, it more studio? based In Los Angeles, it's studio based. Uh, you go and visit all the studios; they'll show you all the uh, the pilots. And and nowadays, you know, versus the past, uh, where there were a lot of output deals among the networks, basically all the shows are free ballers now. So you can go <laughs> along and um, and have a look, and if something tickles your fancy, so that you can make means, an offer on it. So that means it's no. There's no first looks or anything like that. There are a, there are a few uh, first looks. We we still have, have first one. Looks we left? still have one with Fox. Okay. Um, they've uh, one of the shows. Uh, they that have change of a, ownership doesn't affect. No, not doesn't doesn't affect that. Um, You've had a long relationship with Disney ABC as well. Yep. There's no other. There's nothing there. No. Not. No. And we had a relationship with with Warner Brothers. Um, uh, we still have a relationship with Warners on on movies, but but not on on series. NBCU uh, too. You were pretty, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, geez, we've been <laughs> around. We've been around, haven't we? <laughs> uh, but 
with with Fox, they're um, they've got a nine one one spin off called nine one one Lone Star with with uh, Rob Lowe in it. So we'll be we'll pick that up. Then we've got another pick. So there's a there's a bunch of shows there to to choose from. You know, I've, overall this year, I wouldn't say it was a standout year for um, for new US shows, but you know, all all, all this stuff. Um, you know, ultimately. You know, you can find homes for it. It may, it may not be a broadcast-led thing. It, it might be a, you know, a, a show exclusively for for Seven Plus. So there are those different sorts of things that are on the table now, and everything, everything in the end, ha- you know, it has a price, even if it doesn't work on on broadcast. So I don't want to show my hand with what I'm looking at, but I, I I wouldn't say versus some past years that it was a standout year. And we still actually we haven't seen the Sony product. They are uh, they did it kind of an upfronts instead and they're doing a a local screenings here in a couple of weeks okay okay the you've already mentioned earlier today that you'd like to make your own programming yeah where possible well no no i mean it's 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 always a battle of ideas I'll, i'll go i'll go for the best idea whether it's seven studios or something else but but seven the seven studios part of a our business is a growing part of our business but you need to be showing seven studio stuff don't you? Well, we do. I mean, I know, a, I know, but you can't. You can't. If they didn't have the best ideas, well, you'd still have to find a room for it, wouldn't you? No, no, no. I've, I've, I ultimately, I still have to. I still have to win, and that means. I Are there go, internal arguments ever between you and Seven Studio? No, no. We well, all, they might we think all, it's a good idea, but you think it's not. <laughs> we, we all get along like a house on fire. And look, the recent changes to the the Seven Studios structure uh, with, with Therese Hegarty uh, being CEO of Seven Studios and Andrew Backwell. Uh, being uh, the uh, director of production there, um, I think the new structure and 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 with our investments with uh, production partners overseas like GSTV in New Zealand, we've set up seven studios in in the UK. I think all these you know sources of ideas and and development are really going to start to hum, and they've already come to me with some great ideas. Uh, for shows next year, across next year, including launches out of the Olympics. So, no, it's go- it's going very well. But ultimately, you know, Seven Studios doesn't just sell shows to Seven. That's a bit of a rhyme almost, mm. isn't it? Uh, they sell shows to, you know, uh, streaming they go, services. They wouldn't go to nine or ten, would they? Well, they they might do if the, if the idea was there, but if you've turned if they, your back on it, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd look good for me if it then became a smash <laughs> success on on another network. But you know, a lot of the shows that uh, over the years that you know, in a broadcast sense, may have taken a few years off my life when they didn't work, um, have found success, um, you know, on other platforms, on mm. SVOD platforms, and it, and that's led to second series. And look, it's um, yeah, you can't you can't just look at how. You know, a piece of IP performs in overnight ratings in Australia alone. We certainly, we certainly can't. So, um, but you know, they they have to they have to compete to get on seven as much as the next person. I mean, it's hard to argue with you when you're the number one network, right? But I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean? But some, I mean, like all the good end of shine shows go to nine or ten. Do do, do inde- I, I don't think, I don't bear think... with me. Do independent producers feel more inclined to visit the others first because they know well you've got all your own stuff? Oh well, you've you've 
given the example of uh, uh, well, I just use them. Endemol Shine. Um, they, they. Well, I know they do stuff for you too. They do stuff for us, and and they've 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 pitched stuff to us. I mean, if it if it ends up somewhere else, it's it's because did you pass somebody, on somebody's somebody's <laughs> put a, on somebody's put in a in a in a better offer, a bigger okay. offer. But they've never left me out of the pitching loop. I've right. I've got no complaints about. Geez, I I didn't get a look at. This or Lego or Masters? That. Did you get a look at Lego Masters? Yeah, we got a look at okay. Lego Masters. Yeah, right. everybody got a look at Lego Masters. <laughs> Did they? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. The um, were you surprised by how successful it was? I uh, look, it's it's a major brand, uh, a, a major star hosting the show, um, and it got a big roll up. You know, I always thought it would get a big roll up. How um, you know, the question would be whether it would sustain and. Um, and it did. It mm. did sustain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did. It did fantastic business. They seem to have, I mean, and we're not here to talk about nine, but just in <laughs> passing, they seem to have mind, mind you, James, it's important to note, yeah, Le- Le- Lego Masters was on. Mm. We won every one of those weeks, Seven Network, and we won the demographics in every one of those weeks that Lego Masters were on. So, yep, Lego Masters, hit show, making a lot of noise, but the seven network, the some of those parts I spoke about, still came out on top on every one of those weeks. Does Kurt Burnett, your sales guy, does he want to win the week, or does he want to have the biggest hit shows, or is there money Kurt, to be made Kurt, both ways? Kurt wants to be the most watched network, and that's a suite of channels, and that's what we are. And you- very important for Kurt is for us to have shows which he can integrate sponsors into. That's why shows like My Kitchen Rules and House Rules are incredibly important for our sales department. Yeah, so there's still real value in being number one across the board. Absolutely. They used to call it the big red train, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about Maltese. Um, Seven Food, you launched late last year. Yeah. It's not yet overtaken SBS Food. No, it hasn't. Would no, you hasn't. like it to be punching a bit uh, harder? Uh, absolutely. I think there's there's room for improvement there. I was just speaking to the guys uh, about it uh, the other day, but, yeah, I, th- I believe there's room room to lift there. What do you think? Have you not been promoting it hard enough? Because you must have the best platforms to promote the product. No, uh, look, uh, unfortunately... So you've I, got some I, good programming, haven't you? I, I, unfortunately, I think I think the, the format in which it's it's broadcast. It can be harder for uh, older televisions to to pick it up. Seven okay. um, Seven Food is incredibly young skewing, and I think that's indicative of people who have newer newer televisions and so forth. Um, but look, that's the format we broadcasted in. Is the format we broadcasted in? Um, I still think we can do a better job of explaining to people how to get that channel. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did a little bit better than your money, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we we haven't put you on. You haven't got room. We haven't put we haven't put you on seven food yet, James. You haven't got room for a media show in <laughs> some quiet spot on, on a weekday afternoon or something, or uh, maybe weekend maybe. morning. We Come could do some. Me. We could do some food media specials. I might <laughs> I might pitch you something. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, seven mate and seven two. Pretty much rolling on as as they have been. Um, yep. Seven two is a little bit older. Yep. Very big on drama. Yep. Gee, you've got a lot of shows about trains coming up. Whoa. <laughs> I, whoa, you've been on a buying spree. You must have bought everything 
not hosted by Michael Portillo. Look, people, put on. people like trains. I, I catch the train myself, James. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fan. Um, no, no the, the, look, tra- trains and trains and cruise ships uh, always have a part to play on on seven two. But no, they're they're, they're tracking along well. Um, mate, mate is obviously a standout for us in all people and and in uh, demographics. Um, it had a had a record year last year, and look, it's it's in front again uh, this year. It's the number one. Um, Number one multi-channel. So no, the the suite of multi-channels is is going well. Um, yeah, I would like a bit of an improvement in in Seven Food. Is Seven Mate the only multi you really commission for still? Yeah, and they're, and they're, yes, it is. And and they well, tell are me doing, about some some of them are sort of off radar hits, really. Some of yeah, that they, stuff, they're, isn't they're it? doing they're doing more uh, commissions uh, this year. Um, well, Outback Truckers just returned to very strong uh, numbers uh, the other night, but they uh, they've also done a uh, series uh, of uh, Rostered On, which is uh, it's. Um, Kind of uh, set in a a, a retail uh, outlet, um, but that they've um, they've been running series one, series two is coming soon. They've actually uh, commissioned uh, an animated uh, comedy that'll be coming uh, next year, I believe. But no, they're quite quite active in um, in comedy commissions, oh, and they've got more. Um, there's uh, another Paul Fennick show will be will be uh, coming uh, later this year. A bit more. Uh, 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 fat pizza. You can't have too much poor Fennec. No, no, channel. he's 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 great, great to work with. Um, but also a lot of that, um, you know, Australian-based uh, big character sort of shows. Um, they've been um, commissioning those those as well. So yeah, they they are our only multi that um, does uh, local commissions. You mentioned before briefly you're working on next year. Your your friend and competitor Beverly McGarvey was telling people this week, including me, that um, they're well advanced on next year. They're further ahead on next year than they were this time last year on this year. How 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 far are you into 2020? We've got, and we've, do you need to be at this stage or have you still got a bit of time to...? No, no, we're... we're, we're we're well into into 2020 with um, with mapping out uh, our year. You know, we'll have a again. You know, there'll be a lot of uh, returning franchises uh, coming back into the the schedule. And as we progress through this year, I, I hope there'll be a, a few more returning franchises as well. The big thing for us will be um, shows for for launch out of the Olympics, and um, you know, looking at how we can again further strengthen the the back half of the year. But we're um, you know we're you know, we're well into it, well into it with, um, you know, across every sort of genre. In an Olympic year, do you have a little less to spend or do they amortise the cost of the Olympics out over a, the four-year period? Oh, look, you'd, you'd have to speak to our, uh, my mates and in finance. And can you tell me how much? <laughs> my mates in finance about <laughs> about what they do with the, the spend on, on the Olympics. But, no, that doesn't doesn't affect our budgets in you know okay. in, in in fact you, you know you want to be sure that coming out of the olympics you've got you know a hot bunch of shows that you can you can launch so no it's it's um we, it's business business as usual for us on on that front now are we are we 12 months away from the olympics yet is it um, it's coming up very very very, very soon, soon isn't it very, and very, very soon. i presume you'll be making a bit of noise then about um it's in my calendar 12 months mate. away <laughs> i'm sure we will on air yeah, so that's the. Could you hold the Bevan Lee until? No, that's this year, isn't it, Bevan Lee? Yeah, yeah. Be- so, have you already commissioned some shows you think that will go out of the Olympics? Yes. Yeah. 
or in okay. the or in the sort of final stages of, and that's not, you know, again, James, just to make a point, that's not just seven studio shows. Okay. That, <laughs> that is that is that is the best ideas from from anywhere, from everywhere. Okay, yeah. okay, well, that's good. The um, you just back from the US, and you keep an eye on global markets, of course, all the time. What do you make? And you got any comments about the just the the rush to streaming that that all the major players seem to be, you know, really wanting to get up their own streaming platforms. Mm. Um, there's going to be a ton of them in the US. Yeah. We've already got global players like our Netflix. We've got iFlix doing big business across Asia. We've got Stan, you know, telling us about how well they're doing here. What do you think? Is it going to be overkill? Is there going to be – is it going to kill the market and why people are going to go, ah, oh, too much? Just where's my where's my Channel 7? Oh, look, I guess, I guess it depends uh, – you know what, you know what their what their their monthly spend is, and and what they're you know giving up. Is it worth paying a lot to one person, or or worth paying little bits and pieces of um, you know, to a group of people to get a different range of uh, programming? Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure how many uh, streaming services can really uh, gain traction in in Australia. Um, and, and I don't think that suddenly means that certain shows won't be seen on on broadcast television anymore. A, a lot of the a lot of the streaming services are not driven by traditional broadcast sorts of shows. They tend to be noisier niche programming that probably wouldn't work in a in a broadcast environment. So I, I, I you know, when when you hear about all the studios are rushing to streaming, I think they're still going. To, they themselves will still have streams of programming that will be available to broadcasters around the world that may not fit their own, um, you know, streaming ambitions. Would um, I mean you've looked at it in the past? You were a partner with Foxtel, in, I can't remember the name of that platform now. Um, I think I'll probably try and forget as well. <laughs> so. So yeah, you had a crack at that. Um, you've, I think, for one Olympics, did you have a, or was it a Com Games? You had a subscription package as a, I think, as a bit of a, a trial. Yeah, I think that's like 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 a lot of people we've um, uh, we've toyed with um, kind of you know exclusive packages and things like that around various sporting events. Yeah. Could would would you ever rule out Seven having its own sort of paid for? No, I think you know, I think there's I think there's probably, you know, there the, there are probably probably programs that people would would pay for. Um, you know, it's a, it, that's a space we're always we're always looking at. But uh, uh, you know, I- immediately I don't think we'd be uh, rushing into a um, a full blown you know a standalone subscription service. But I'm I'm sure within that that seven plus space there uh, there are things to be experimented with presto was the name of that um oh, good on you james thanks <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was just annoying me that I, I couldn't think of it <laughs> now you've annoyed me <laughs> so um okay so it's business as usual for you guys number one network there's still a big audience for television there's a big overnight still then that that grows with your um with your catch up yeah, with it, with 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 the, with the seven day and then the twenty eight day and and crucially, uh, you you know, with the the vod audience on um you know on 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 seven plus on any of these uh, networks catch up services, they're you know I think we're all 
we're all uh, learning a lot more about behaviours on those services all, all the all the time, but they're they're very very important for us. Yeah, yeah. Just to finish on, what what are your own viewing habits? Do you, can you ever sit down and relax to watch TV, or have you sort of you're always on, you're always thinking, you keep a pad beside your arm, um, or you you're a digital guy, you're making notes on your phone. I mean you. Uh, yeah, I, I, you'd be getting I, ideas from opposition or yeah, yeah. making notes about your own stuff that maybe you'd like to tweak. I mean, can you ever relax really watching TV? I, I, I try to. I, I, I managed to avoid spoilers about the Game of uh, Thrones <laughs> uh, uh, final while I was away for a, a week in, in Los Angeles, so I watched watched that when I got back. I, well, that was I, a good effort. So you were in the US. I was in the US. And you managed to avoid it. Yeah, wow. I, had to, I had to move tables a couple of times <laughs> to get away from... From people, but I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I watch that series. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I listen to what people are talking about. I, I have a look at, you know, looking at um, you know, other series provides inspiration for what you can do with with your own shows. So I, I've got a pretty, pretty varied sort of palette across, you know, across commercial networks, uh, across streaming services. But it it really is about finding the time when you have to look at so much of of your own content and provide notes to producers on, on, on that. Um, but I, you know, but I, I, I still enjoy watching it. If I, if I, if I didn't enjoy watching things, I, I should, uh, uh, probably hand in my pass. <laughs> the, um, h- how long have you been in the top job now? You, in, uh, I, 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 I became head of scheduling and acquisitions back in 2007 or 2008 and I became director of, uh, programming back in I think 2012. So, okay, so you've um, got a lot to answer you, for. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. Can't quite think what I was leading with that question, no. but it, it was no, interesting. Is that, are you anyway. suggesting it's time to go? No, no, not at all. But you still seem relatively enthused about uh, what you do and enjoy it, oh, so, yeah, which yeah. is good. If you, if, like I say, if you if you're uh, not enthused or um, you know or, or don't feel like you and if you and if you're not competitive and if you don't feel like you got something to give, it's um. It's time to hang up the hat when that when when that comes. I, think I know I was going to ask you from from asking you that question. Is it is it still tricky to pick pick a hit? Is it any easier, or is there just so many variables that that it's you can't really accurately forecast? Or do you think you can? See, what, what was the old William Goldman phrase? <laughs> Nobody really knows anything. Uh, I I think you can you can certainly stack the deck in your favour by being. Diligent on things across the um, across the production process, across your marketing, and all all those those sorts of things. Um, but you know, I, I, the great thing about television is it still has the uh, potential to su- surprise. You know, when, whenever anybody writes off the medium, along comes a show that you know breaks audience records again. And a, a lot of the time, that sort of that that magic formula, no one would have picked it. To overperform, so um, no, I, I, I don't think it gets. I don't think it gets any easier around certainty. You can certainly, like I said, stack the deck in your favour. But to get those breakout hits, um, yeah, I, don't, I you know, there's, there's con- you can constantly be surprised. Yeah, 
No, it wasn't certainly implying that anybody could do your job, Angus. <laughs> Everybody thinks they can. <laughs> Everyone's a programmer. Yes, we'll end it there. Look, um, thank you, mate. Look, great to get you coming in today. Um, good luck with the back after the year, and um, yeah, let's hope you can keep flag, flying that flag at uh, number one. Hey, look, it's 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 going to be a very competitive uh, race to the end of the year, with the um, you know the wild card of the Ashes in there. Um, but you know, um, we're, we're still very confident with our, with our back half. We think we'll, uh, we'll improve versus last year, uh, where we had improved versus the year before. And for us, it's really, it's really just about delivering that consistency year round, you know, particularly across summer where some people like to talk about that they're going to deliver it. We actually do deliver it across those periods and we don't 52 weeks a year, is it? 52 weeks a year. Brilliant. Exactly. Good on you, Angus. Thank you. Thanks, James.